Welcome to Angels in the Buff, where we strip away old stories and myths and evolve our beliefs around angels and the spiritual forces that surround us in order to expand our connection with the universal intelligence that serves us all. A new era is finally here, and so is a new dimension of talk. So let's join our host, Stephanie Lodge, as she investigates the science of spirit to bring you the naked truth from the angels themselves. This is Angels in the Buff. Welcome to Angels in the Buff. I'm your host, Stephanie Lodge, and I'm so excited to have you here for this very special episode. I know it's been a while. Um, I've been extremely busy. I don't know about your February, but my February has been on fire. Oh my goodness. So much going on. So many good opportunities coming in and really, really just unbelievable energy. And this is the thing. When we're in alignment with all that is supporting us, of course, then those frequencies will continue to flow and keep boosting our light into the world. When we are still clearing out needing to forgive, all of those other energies that block us from receiving that support, then we know, okay, we got some work to do, okay? So (laughs) first, I want to make some special announcements because normally I save them to the end of the show, but I thought, you know what? I want everybody to know what's going on. So I am going to be a guest, a very special guest on Wednesday on the John Burgess Beyond the Ordinary show. This show is airing at 5 p.m. Pacific and 8 p.m. Eastern, and of course you can check your local listings for what those times relate to, but I'm going to be announcing and sharing the first part of my upcoming Angelic Dream Keys program. This is a program I'm creating that's based in the angelic arts and sciences that I've received directly from the higher councils of who I am and the angels, right, and just allowing people to have a sneak peek at the first part of this program is kind of what we're going to be doing on Wednesday. And there'll be a special offer to join the angelhood and be part of that launch of the angelic dream keys through what I'm calling the diamond heart keys. So these are the first keys of this program that is only going to be available by itself. And it's a very important part of the program through the John Burgess show. So I just wanted to let you know that that's happening. And so you're definitely welcome to go to my Facebook page and find the link. I'll be um, announcing and giving out the special link to join us tomorrow, Tuesday, the 19th of February. And um, you can go to Facebook, get the link and sign up and reserve your spot to be part of that special launch. The other thing I want to share with you is if you haven't signed up for my newsletter yet, you can get all of these special announcements also via stephanielodge.com. And there's right down if you scroll down in the middle of the page, roughly, there's a, a box to join like an email sign up box and you enter your email and you'll get a free meditation that you can use to kind of stream through your body on a regular basis and it's a really beautiful light stream meditation with the diamond light and so I just invite you to consider joining my newsletter and therefore getting that free meditation and also making sure that you get all the announcements ahead of time. All right so that's out of the way. What else has been going on? Well let's see I've been um really kind of busy with clients and all of those things. But I've also today I'm going to be shooting a documentary called Expanded Reality 3 and simultaneously shooting shooting some footage that will be included in a new app that's coming out soon called Mind Dive. We're launching the app later this month 
at the Vortex Immersion Dome Los Angeles. I don't believe there's any tickets left for that, but um, if, for those of you who are in LA, but um, it will be live streamed. So watch for that too if you want to be part of that special engagement. Um, Reverend Michael Beckwith will be there. My friend Michelle Pascal has been working on this app for almost a year or even longer um, to bring all sorts of beautiful thought leaders and um, different luminaries from around the world, scientists and so forth, to come together and bridge science and spirit in our mind and, and teach us different forms of meditation and their wisdom. And I will be in that app as well so you can find... Uh, the angels represented. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's going to be a beautiful time. So I just wanted to share that with you. And again, if you're following me on Facebook, you'll definitely get the link um, to live stream on that. Um, and I'll probably put it out in, my, in an email as well. So either way, you're covered. Okay, so that's happening. Uh, Expanded Reality is going to be a documentary. It's a third part in a series um, that Michelle Pascal directed. And so I'm going to be part of that as well. Super excited. Okay, so those are all my announcements right now. Um, <clears throat> Got to clear my throat a little bit. I did have a cold, by the way. So for those of you going, hey, what happened? Why didn't you record? <laughs> Where have you been? Where was Angels in the Buff? Um, I've been sick. I've actually been um, processing out, I believe, to some degree for the collective field, um, the lung and, and, and congestion that's in the field right now. So there's a lot of breathing in stepping into our light more breathing in more intelligence stepping into our light more and people have been resistant to that and me myself and I can say that I know this because I've been resistant to that because I've known the show's coming up and of course we like to sometimes go yo I'm really comfortable playing small I'm really comfortable (laughs) being in my little angel box that only you know a certain handful of people know about Um, but the universe has other plans right the goddess is saying, go out and let people know the angels have landed. We are here and, you know, let's shine this out. So why do I say the goddess? I want to share a little bit about that and what's been coming to light. Because this is the other thing. I've just been getting really clear on what's been happening on the planet. What have we been processing as the Me Too movement and the Divine Feminine rising and all of these things we're seeing. And of course, the Um, patriarchal, tyrannical control, narcissistic, you know, elements that we're seeing, um, rulership, kingship, all of that, the authority figures, right, that tend to run into the male-dominated framework. And again, this isn't to make men the enemy, right? But we got to get clear of what's happening on the planet as a whole. So looking into this, um, we're going to drop in now into just giving you guys some guidance into some of the let's call them starseed and off-planet energetics in addition to the consciousness energetics of the angels in addition to the human genetics and genius or genesis um, of the planet, okay? So getting into a more serious conversation, I want to be really clear what angels are, um, how we can tell, you know, what we're communicating with. People ask me this all the time. How do you discern? How do you know what you're talking to? How do you know whether to trust it, right? And this is where the instrument of the diamond heart is very important. The knowing, the gnosis within. This is why the diamond heart key or the diamond heart installation of the keys of the diamond heart are super important. um, And why I'm bringing it to the forefront now. So there's a lot of information floating out there. There's a lot of good information and a lot of misinformation and everything in between, right? And so you can go on Google and find all sorts of things that are going to clutter your mind with 
belief systems that people have, what they think they've figured out is the universe and so forth. And there's certain things that are very valid and true. And there's certain things that really don't serve us because they're either going to keep us in fear or lower our vibration of worry, right? And they are going to potentially just keep us very busy with things that really we have no control over. And so we're going to just stall stall our lives and not be able to, you know, take action as much because we're caught in the web of that mental, what I call the mental miasma. So we want to clarify some things and empower you in how you can best serve yourself and this world. And so angels on earth are essentially those who have wakened to the reality that it doesn't make sense to just serve ourselves. Okay, essentially, they're very selfless. But there's also the degree of extreme in that where you can become so selfless that you become the martyr and sacrifice yourself for others, which is not in balance. So we want to really talk about being self-full, right? Not selfish, but self-full, right? And full of the light so that you're so full that it overflows and feeds and supports others, right? And I think we might have touched upon this in previous episodes of Angels in the Buff, but just in case, I'm just reviewing a little bit if you're just tuning in for the first time. So now... When we understand the service of self concepts or the service of others concepts, you know, people talk about these, you know, ultimately being an angel in human form means you're awakened to the abundant light that's always flowing to you. You allow that light to come through your vessel, but you only allow for the most pristine, immaculate, loving or ultimately loving light available. So that means zero distortions. That means you don't consent to interference or mental chatter or information that doesn't serve you, right? You, you set up some baram- parameters, or let's call them filters, right? <laughs> and you set those up by simply stating that intention. It's that easy. People want to complicate it. They want to do all sorts of ritual and ceremony around it. It's really not that complicated. When you know the divinity that you are, some might say the royal lineage that you come from, from the stardust of all creation, right? and what you carry within your genetic coding, you understand how to use the elements of who you are to direct into the co-creative universe that's always saying yes and just simply needs you to give it direction and is waiting for your direction. And that all comes from harnessing the light, the electric frequencies like lightning coming into the mind all the time, those sparks of creation coming in, harnessing them, regulating them, and you know, basically pulling them into the heart and magnetically bursting them forth, right, as a field of energy and intention and emotional love. That's the overall. Now, this is the thing. People aren't going to do that. They're not going to connect when they try to connect and it's scary. When they try to connect or they see things because they're coming online and they're seeing things in the field that don't look great and they're tuning into areas of the miasma, And some people call that the astral plane, right? And the astral contains a lot of really interesting stuff. It contains some good things and it contains some not so good things. And it's because it's where all the junk folders go. It's where all the junk mail goes. It's where all the stuff gets just floating around and and the erroneous thoughts, right? The ones that are not of the highest light just sit. And this is the thing. It can be very distracting. It can also be very glamorous, can also say, yes, I can promise you all sorts of wonderful things and keep you in this cycle that is ultimately not serving you. Now, we're going to go now into and shift a little bit into 
what is really creating everything. First of all, we have to understand this energy that creates everything is a feminine energy. It is the Divine Mother, if you will. It's the Sophia. It is the Shekinah. It is all the, the labels that we give it. You know, whatever you want to give it, give it a label. It is that Divine Mother, maternal love that loves itself so much it wants to give birth to itself over and over and over again in different forms. And what it gives birth to is that light that is fundamentally the electric frequency, that dynamic mental thought that comes forth and eventually creates what I call the angelic light streams, which are all these streams of light that we can tune into, right? The consciousness of the mind. So you can kind of think of them as neural pathways. And, and when they, when they connect and intersect, you know, there's like those sparks of information or inspiration that we can tune into and go, Oh, great idea. (laughs) Right. And when we become more cognizant of the formula of the DNA within us that is able to tune into that, we can beautifully become these living walking antennas of, you know, conduit of that light. But it's important to understand there is a dynamic that is happening currently on the planet today that wants to use that mental, use that mental energetic energy and siphon and feed off of it to stay alive because it itself is not a creative mechanism. It doesn't have that divine mother energy to it. And it needs to harness, gather, or even vacuum away, right? Siphon away that energy in order to stay operational. And so that is just, unfortunately, why we have a planet right now it has become like this engine for that energy, the creative energy, but we get we get drained constantly from this other element that is not for the highest good, that you would call the counter light intelligence, right? It's against the light. Some people might call it the Antichrist, but it's it's not about the Christed at all, truly. It really is just what it is. It's the opposite. It's the opposite pole of what is divine coming in and wanting to create, right? So it's the anti-creation, it's the dismantler, if you will. And it doesn't mean it's evil. It's just what it is. It's what it is by design. See, even saying the word evil, it's like my throat's like clear. All right. So in that, we want to know that there are beings of intelligence that really want to work within the counter light. You know, some people call this the Illuminati, the cabal, you know, the controllers, whatever you want to call them. It doesn't mean that's what they are. They're not that organized, let's be honest, (laughs) to even have one label for themselves. It's just, are they ego driven? Are they in total service to their own self-interest? Are they completely selfish, right? And only desiring to boost their own light in the world, bar none, forget everybody else, right? It's all about them, right? We know these people, the narcissists, right? (laughs) Um, And are they hurting and harming other people to do so? Are they keeping people limited in any way to do so? Because then they're in violation of the law, right? The law of one that says we are all one love. We are all one child having different focal points, right? Ultimately different children, fractals of the one being that says I'm coming into form now I'm creating I'm birthing from the mother so you can 
know that we have come from the mother simply by the fact that we don't see her honored anymore, <laughs> right? There's not a whole lot of mother going on. Um, you know, yes, you have goddess circles and it's rising back up. But my point is, witches have been hunted. You know, women have been sequestered. Women have been veiled. Their, their light put under a veil literally in certain religious, you know, understandings. The power that they are is this fire, this passionate fire that exists in them naturally to create. And it's innate in the woman. Now, keep in mind, every being has a little bit of woman in them. So we're not going to sit here and make the genders. It's not about the gender, but it's about the feminine frequency or the magnetic field, if you will, that is living within all of us that is sound, the fiery sound of creation that puts out vibration. And so the light and the sound are very interchangeable because they're always light sound, light sound, light sound. So it's very hard to go, which comes first, the chicken or the egg in this case? Because the lightness of creation, you could also see as the consciousness, the thought formation, the desire to create. And then that, the out-breath exhalation of that creation is the sound. And that vibration goes out and it vibrates particles. And those particles start to you know, intersect and collide and create other sparks of light. So there's all sorts of stuff going on when we get into the electromagnetic. But the infinite divine immaculate light is always consciousness itself. It's, it's really the consciousness of life, the life force consciousness. In ancient traditions, this was called the Ka. And this comes from, again, kind of the understanding of the higher realms or the off-planet realms. That was the, the sound of the divine force, the life force, and it's been spelled different ways, um, K-A, K-H-A-A, K-H-A, I mean, it doesn't matter how you want to spell it, C-A even, I mean, if you look at California, we carry the Ka within the name California, here in California, Kali, specifically, right, the great destroyer in the Hindu tradition, right, so she's a mother, she's a bad, badass mamma jamma, let's just say it that way, <laughs> and this is the thing, women are powerful, we are. And again, now we have to balance the planet because it's been so ruled by kings for so long that um, in the Vatican, male-dominated religions and all of the male dominance, and it hasn't served the mother nature, the mother nurture. The planet is being damaged all the time for greed and all these controlling mechanisms. So we want to be really clear. It's not about blaming, shaming, hating, going into all that, because that doesn't serve us to do that. Then we go into a lower vibration. But it's also being aware of, oh, yeah, this is in defiance, or this is in the opposition to what is the highest vibrational, most immaculate love and light. And therefore, I deny that in my system. I do not plug into that program. That does not serve me. I am too self-full and in service to the all of everybody around me, the family and the friends and the children and everybody I love, to plug into that and lower my vibration. We can't afford to lower our vibration anymore is basically what it comes down to. We can, we can look at it, but to get angry at it, you're automatically becoming it. So I want you to know you're aligning to that program when you go into it and start to jump into that circus with those monkeys and play with them in any capacity. Now, does that mean we go the full opposite way and deny? No. We stand in the truth of that ultimate immaculate love and say that is not okay. 
and we hold our power as divine beings of the goddess. Remember, the goddess contains the god, the she contains the he, the woman contains the man, right? So again, we are the container of the womb of all creation, including the man. So the Bible had it flipped, right? That idea of the rib coming from Adam to create the woman, no. That was, that's, that's created propaganda, if you will. So we've got to get really clear on that. I know a lot of you who might listen here, you're expecting to hear about angels in the traditional sense with beings in all these hierarchies, and we, and we worship these beings just as much as we would worship our Savior, God, whatever that Savior God is for us, call it Jesus or Yeshua, if we're going to use his appropriate vibration, um, call it God itself, call it Allah, call it Buddha, whatever that God is, notice the majority of them are male. Not a lot of females in there, right? Occasionally get the Kuan Yin, <laughs> and people love Mother Mary, but they're not put in that same category. Got to look at that. Why is that? Why is there no balance? There is a balance in the universe always. Go to the science and you start to see it. Why would it exist in the science in nature all around us and not exist in the higher realms when we understand it's as above, so below? So when we start to look at these things and really see them and awaken to the truth of what everything is, we don't have to put angels in boxes and call them different names per se. We can understand that we utilize certain frequencies of their names to understand the harp of all creation, that instrument, right, that now has a different harp down below, which is this instrument of uncreation, really, if we're going to look at it for what it is. Um, for those of you who don't know about harp, it's spelled H-A-A-R-P. You can look at that, look it up on your own time. But again, as above, so below. Well, the as above version is this divine instrument of all creation that is the sound stream, that the light stream is always dancing with, the balance of light and sound is always happening in the universe. Call it the music of the spheres, right? So when we look at that instrument, there's a lot going on on the cosmic level of creation that is designing out through the instrumentation of that and the sounds, those are what I call the angelic dream keys, the tones of vibration and light that are coming to us always. Now in our DNA, we've been given these tones to understand how to communicate with that upper instrument, so to speak, and we are instruments ourselves, we are like harps ourselves to be played in congruence with that universal sound and light stream. Okay, so these are just some of the topics and things I'm going to be touching upon as I dive deeper into the Angelic Dream Key program, mm -hmm. but I kind of want to give you an idea of the angelic arts and sciences that I bring forth. So it, it isn't about praying to beings outside of us. It's about understanding that there's a force in the universe that's always flowing to us. It loves us, the divine mother energy that it is, the creatress, as I call her, because there's a vibration of that that is about the S wave the sine waves, the scalar waves. There's a reason I call her the creatress because that energy of creation, when you call it the creatrix, which sometimes she's called, think of it in the mind in the sub, a trick. It's automatically mental. It's already been taken into the mental and it's taken also into the X factor, the unknown. It's taken into the cross if you have two intersecting lines. So I changed that when I when it didn't feel right to me, I asked, you know, what is the what is the appropriate terminology? There are many names, Niyama and all sorts of ancient names for the Divine Mother, but the, the name that I'm giving her is the Creatress. And it just felt loving. It felt <clears throat> supported. 
So that's what we're using for at least my purposes. Now, we're going to talk about the galactic center. People talk about the galactic center a lot. You know, this is basically like if you were to say the womb of mother where stars are born, where the light is born from, this would be where she gives birth, right? The creatress. And this energy that comes forth from her, it goes out in a wave and magnetic field of energy, but it also returns to her. So there's always a recycling of energy going in and going out from her. And what I know is we access her womb, which I call the diamond phoenix, because that phoenix is the burning down and the rising up, the burning down, the rising up. It's the constant recycling, right? There's a lot of phoenix mythologies, but the diamond phoenix purifies the original template of that meaning and the importance of that understanding and what that represents of the constantly re-risen, right? The elevation Yes, we have those things that lower our vibration and then they go up again. So think of a wave going down and going up and going down and going up. So it is the recycling center of birth, right, and rebirth. So I see the galactic center as this beautiful diamond phoenix mechanism. And you might see it as an actual diamond. Um, You can visualize it however you like. There is an actual phoenix diamond. It's called a phoenix diamond that's very beautiful, very multifaceted. I kind of use that as, as as a visual sometimes for it but fundamentally all it means is it's the womb and it's and it's birthing out stars it's birthing out light and it's also receiving all of the energy of information that comes back right so in that there is a diamond heart within the center of the planet that we can also call the diamond phoenix center it's a core duplicate of that creatrix or creatress thank you correction and um So when we understand that duplication happening in the core of the planet, it's a portal, it's a gateway, it's a link to the heart of the mother. It is existing in all forms, whether it's a star, a planet, a being, we all carry that. I call it the diamond heart within us. So we go through these portals within ourselves, we can see them as wormholes, and we connect into the portal of the planet, and that connects us like almost like a beam me up Scotty, so to speak, to the diamond phoenix of all creation of divine mother that exists in the most immaculate form of light. So this is how you exit the matrix, so to speak. Okay, this is a big deal, by the way, because if you understand our planet, our planet is in what you would call a quarantine. It's kind of contained. And the controlling mechanisms that contain it don't necessarily have our best interest at heart. They keep us in, in a recycling program of incarnation and reincarnation over and over and this is why you have multiple past lives and at some point we get to get off the wheel at some point we get to liberate ourselves if you're listening to this right now you have the opportunity to liberate yourself from not coming back again we were told oh you come come back you're always coming back you don't have to you don't you really have to you you are always at choice it's just a program now the other program is go to the light go to the tunnel no Avoid the tunnel at all costs, (laughs) okay? That is going to keep you recycling through the quarantine planet system. So we just want to be very clear. If you want to get out of the 4D, the fourth dimensional universal construct that is planet Earth, that is basically four dimensions, right? It goes into 3D and then the fourth D is the time, space measurement of containment. If you want to get out of that, you go through the center of the planet and you jump 
to the diamond phoenix or the womb of mother and you set that as your your intention and this is only going to be useful obviously when you're leaving whenever you decide i'm out of here i'm done with this planet <laughs> had a good life when your soul is ready to go it's really important you're going to it's going to be very enticing to say go to the light go to the tunnel because you're going to think that's what everybody says to do and what i'm saying to you is if you actually want to liberate yourself and go back to your angelic state your full sovereign state that is pure source immaculate light then has access to wherever it wants to go in the multiverse then my my desire to tell you is do not go to the light go into your heart go within your innerverse sink into your heart and intend that you want to connect to the divine mother only that you are a liberated sovereign being and that you are going into the diamond heart of the planet, the center light of the planet, and essentially intend that, make it very clear that that is your intention, that you are not going to go into the tunnel. I know this sounds strange. This is relatively new information. Um, I'm sure there's information on the internet out there confirming some of this. Usually there is. But what I know is this is how we become fully sovereign and free as goddess beings. I also want you to let go of the I am God formula. For those of you out there saying I am God, you are goddess. I am goddess, that's fine. You are the creatress, I am the creatress, that's fine, right? If you want to align yourself to the Divine Mother, start to do that. When we go into the God, we are cutting ourselves short, okay? We're literally cutting off those sine waves, those scalar waves of the double S. There's a reason that's truncated to keep us in the loop. I want you guys to be free. So this is very important. Start to claim I am goddess instead of I am God. All right. All right. I know this is kind of heavy. I know this is, you know, going into a place that I don't normally go to, but I am a messenger of light and the most immaculate highest form of it. And I have to be in the authentic truth. I can't keep giving you all the cute, fun, flowery ways to do things. Sometimes I have to give you the real deal. (laughs) Sometimes I have to give you the information that is really going to truly liberate you and not keep you in denial and stuck and caught in the loop of a program that doesn't serve you. And in fact, continues to drain your energy. So now I want to talk to the females specifically. For those of you who are goddesses or go into the goddess tantric sacred sexuality framework, this is definitely going to apply to you. For those of you who don't go into that, but you're still having sex and are sexually active, this is still going to apply to you. Your orgasms are like nuclear blasts, okay? (laughs) They're very creative energetically and they give off a fire Literally, a fiery frequency that is magnetic and forceful and creative. And it explodes out of you, whether you know it or not. Um, So I want you to understand, when you have an orgasm that's undirected, non-directed, and you're just in your own space, and you're in love, and you're doing your thing, and everything's great, and that energy is just blowing out in all directions from you, that energy is serving that that controlled mechanism okay it's feeding into that so instead what I'd like you to consider is that you are directing that light that frequency that is blasting out of your heart and every crevice of your being and every cell of your being and all the DNA is emitting this beautiful radiation of light and force and fire 
I want you to really imagine that all of that is intended to go to the center of the planet, to diamond earth, to the diamond heart of our mother. You are gifting her your light. You are gifting her your frequency and your consciousness in that moment of love, of love of self and ecstasy and pure bliss to go into her womb by via the core of the planet. Again, the diamond heart of the planet. Now think of the diamond heart of the planet as a Merkaba or spinning star, you know, and it's multifaceted. So there's a lot more going on than just the six points. But let's just follow me here for a minute. You also might want to see it as a beautiful pearl in the center of the planet, white pearl that just captures and magnetizes to it because it's spinning so rapidly, it does give off a spherical orb-like shape. So just imagine that light just getting absorbed into that pearl and just pulling that energy in there. Set that intention anytime you are going to make love, or whether that's self-love or with another, that anytime you're intending to have an orgasm, I want you to really understand the power of that and that you can create with it, you can direct a thought consciousness with it of peace on earth. You can do things for the whole planet with it that are really powerful and energize your orgasms with peace on earth and direct it into the center of the planet and assist her in bringing that into form. This is connecting to what I call the diamond earth template. When we connect to the diamond core of the mother, we are connecting into her new blueprint, her new holographic blueprint that is the diamond earth template. And therefore we are assisting in the construction and building of this planet fully. We are no longer giving our energy away to the violet earth construct, which is what we're shifting out of. So I just want to be really clear as women, especially every orgasm, what you are putting into your consciousness is important. This is why pornography doesn't serve you <laughs> because most pornography once again is in, is degrading to women, right? So we want to really look at that as men and women. How are we degrading the goddess? How are we being disrespectful to women? And I want you to really look at in your lovemaking, is there anything that's feeling degrading? Is there anything that's feeling that it's putting you into a unpurified or um, unsanctified or disrespected state of mind and state of heart? Because it is, if it is, then you understand that is going to feed energetically into a counter light intelligence versus the pure immaculate light intelligence that is desiring to come in now. So again, I'm giving you guys some really kind of important things to think about. I know that, you know, oftentimes we dismiss stuff and, and it's not here to be like holier than thou. It's just to say, listen, there are certain mechanisms of programming of the mind that are not serving us. And yes, there are, there are certain laws in the universe, and some of those leak through as our truths in our religions for a reason. However, we ignore them oftentimes, right? And we're given an out. We're given a get-out-of-jail-free card, so to speak, on many ways. Like, say your Hail Marys and you're good. You know, all these things, right? So prayer is not going to change what energy does in this case, right? As far as you can't pray it away if you already did it. It's just done, okay? It's already done. It's already passed. You can't go back and change it. You can't pray yourself out of that situation. It's already done. It's already in the consciousness. It's It's been created in a timeline somewhere. However, going forward, you can start to set higher intentions for your life and therefore avoid making those type of erroneous thoughts come into form and 
as those thoughts come up, as you're still kind of reprogramming your system and clearing out the old programs and putting in more immaculate, clearer intention, more loving to self and other programs, right? And again, because it's all programming in terms of it's like you're, you're a biohacker or you're a computer programmer that you're putting intention out, right? You're putting consciousness out. What are you intending? That's a program. What, what you desire to create, that is a form of a program. It's just putting out a course of action. Call it that, if you will. So I want to say this. When you are desiring to do these things in, in terms of what are your heart's desires, right? And then suddenly a thought comes in that says you're not enough on some level or you can't do that on some level, the nose, the negative, right? The, the anti your desire, monkey chatter, let's call it, right? Um, recognize it, think of it as a monkey and say, oh, neutralize, thank you, neutralizing you or erroneous thought or perish the thought or clear the thought or cancel clear or... You know, I mean, I know some people will use even bigger terminology than that, you know, like more forceful, but I'm going to just say, let's be gentle and loving about it Um, and just clear it. Just, you know, pop it in your mind, just like, oh, that thought does not exist anymore. I've cleared it. Cancel clear is a good one that people use all the time. Um, And then immediately go into the intention of what you want to create again or go into the intention of love, joy, ecstasy, bliss. Think of something really happy puppies, rainbows, butterflies, whatever it takes. But you, my point is something positive and joyful. The joy ecstatic state, focusing our joy into our creation is really powerful. So I wanted to give you the guys that little bit of instruction today. And it's just a little bit of a sneak peek into some of the things that I'll be covering as I step more into um, the Angelic Dream Keys program, which is going to be launching a little bit later this year. But again, like I said, you can get a sneak peek um, on Wednesday because I'm going to be doing the John Burgess show, Beyond the Ordinary show, on Wednesday. And I think it's I think it's his like 18th season or something, something like that. <clears throat> I think, and um, which is awesome because that makes a nine. Which I don't know if I mentioned the numbers to you, the three six nine factor yet, but it's 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 coming through the angelic dream keys too, all the numbers and what the numbers mean, and it's really powerful. So. So much going on, right? A lot to digest in that that short period of time. A lot of downloading, a lot of streaming out, a lot of sharing. I want to be really clear. There's a lot of information out there. We can get really caught up in all the details of it. The most important thing is the actions. The most important thing is the practices that we can do that are easy, clear, and straightforward without it getting to be, let me memorize this, let me understand that, you know. And I do the best I can with what I know. There are certain practices that are a little bit more detailed and more refined. But ultimately, what I share on Angels in the Buff is stripping away all of those distortions and static frequencies that keep us distracted from loving ourselves, right? And knowing ourselves as true instruments of the highest divine immaculate light of consciousness that loves us. And knowing that love is always flowing to us from the universal perspective, right? And understanding that we can access that, we can access our true oversoul or highest angelic self through our intention. And intention alone is powerful, but it's a practice. Because what happens is, is when we start to intend to connect to that level of who we are, that angelic level of who we are, there's a lot of distraction. There's a lot of 
counterlight intelligence that's going to come in and say, oh, look over here, look over here, look over here, you know, because <laughs> it doesn't really want us to connect to that very powerful creatress mechanism of who we are. It wants to keep us locked and loaded in the astral. It wants to keep us out of that other percentage or other dimensional. So if we put the whole thing into, let's say, 100 degrees or 100, 100% of something, let's just call it 100%, your 4D, right, one, to, 1 through 4, that takes you to the space-time, is that first 4 of the 100. The, the remaining 96% of that is going to be all those things that you perceive as other dimensions, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, and up, right? But really, once you get to the 5th, you are in that whole entirety of the 96. You just accessed the 96, all of it, because they're all interconnected. It's all one consciousness of that creatress loving divine mother energy so your job is just to get out of the four how do you get out of the four sovereign statements help the i know that i am sovereign beyond all measure and belief helps because the measurement means measurement of time space condition and even your dna and why do i say your dna because your dna has certain locking mechanisms and unlocking mechanisms we talk about the junk DNA, that is the 96% as well. So when you go into these things and these conscious levels, understand you have to unlock your DNA. And there's methods to unlock it. There are codes or keys to unlock it. And that is what I'm calling the angelic dream keys, which I'll be sharing more and more about in the coming months once the program's launched to get you guys really excited to understand that this is a, this is a science of spirit that can be applied in your everyday life in a very practical way and it's not a mythology it's not worshipping different beings as much as we can love our beings right we can love our mother marys and our and our yeshuas and you know muhammad or allah or whoever you worship buddha it doesn't matter you know i'm i'm an equal opportunity explorer when it comes to whoever you want to love right but these beings of consciousness are simply that they are consciousness and you can tap into that consciousness as yourself at any time because they all come from that source they all come from that creatress mechanism that diamond phoenix and this is the thing they can guide and they can assist but when you are tuning into an individual being versus the entire stream of consciousness you're still limiting yourself even if you do it one at a time and do all of them and do all these things, you're still limiting yourself because there's countless beings that are assisting us as far as the consciousness of light is all assisting us and it's pure in its intention. It never has an agenda if it's never been in form, right? It never has any kind of, it's like you know that it's pure, right? You know that it's just that pure intelligence without it being personified into any form. And so that's why I say, go to the light always. Go to the most immaculate source frequency. Think less about putting it into a format as a holographic vehicle, as a being. If you're clairvoyant and you see beings, say, please show me your light. Show me your divine source and see what happens. It's pretty fascinating. The other thing to say is, um, when you can trust your heart, you don't need those things to show up in the visual plane, right? You don't need to use that third eye to get there that's in the brain so much. You can utilize the heart directly and sense and know directly. 
And then the discernment factor doesn't have to come into play so much. Because when it comes through the third eye only and we open up the third eye and we, we're seeing everything, there's a lot to see. You know, people go on these Aya journeys and they see all sorts of stuff. And they see all sorts of things and they're all in the astral. You don't ever escape the astral when you're on ayahuasca or any of the plant medicines. You're always just navigating the astral. And the astral plane, the miasma, can be very confusing. It can be very, you know, loving and opening. And, you know, there's energies there that can be fine. But then there's also energies there that can be a little bit crazy. So you've got to be careful, you know, and when navigating. And the best thing to do with any of those plant medicines um, when those come back online under the diamond earth frequency, which they aren't yet, is to go within. It's to go within the heart, to go within yourself, your inner verse, and navigate who you are versus thinking, I'm going to go out of me and go out into the cosmos. You're never going to get fully out into the cosmos. There's going to be a barrier, okay? And this is the thing. We can try to break through that barrier and you're still in the astral. It's an illusion if you think you're breaking through. Just want to be clear. It's all an illusion. It's, it's a field of energy that surrounds this planet that's very quarantined and specifically gridded to contain the planet into its current format. There are certain holes in that grid um, that are coming. We are getting assistance to break through and awaken, and this is why more gamma plasma radiation from our solar system or solar energy of the sun is coming in. But understand we're not quite there yet. And I'm just giving you some information that might seem a little foreign to you. I get it. Maybe it's not. Maybe you're totally on the bus with me and you totally know what I'm talking about and you understand it. Great. Happy. <laughs> Happy that you're awakened to that level. But if you're not, and this is just still new to you, all I'm going to say is there is more to this mystery of the universe than meets the eye. And there are clues, and it takes some time to decode and decipher them. And a lot of people have been working very diligently to do so. There are scientists working on it. There are parapsychologists working on it. There are intuitives working on it. There's networks of people working on it. And we're all linking up together and connecting and finding solutions for the masses to be liberated, sovereign, free, right? So, I am the goddess. I am goddess. I am creatress. I align to her. I align to my mother that births all. I align to the love that loves me unconditionally and even more than unconditionally loves me with the most immaculate ultimate love that exists in the multiverse. I am a multidimensional being of love. I am here to serve only love. That is what I'm here to do as an angel in human form, an angle of consciousness in human form, as are you. So, I say this because I'm inviting you to consider that for yourself. I say this because I'm inviting you to liberate yourself from any of the distractions, any of the um, incongruent energies and things that don't feel good. We all want to feel good. We all want to be feeling our peace. We all want to have that calmness of mind. We all want to be in integrity and transparency and be able to be our true authentic nature and self without having to explain, without having to apologize, and just to be all that we are. Think about how many things in our society cause us to conform to one 
type of formula as women or men. Think about how much tries to limit or dim our light and then you understand it's a controlling mechanism that does not serve us. Yes, understand that there are laws in place to keep us safe from each other because people have totally gone haywire and forgotten who they are. And so we do have a certain level on this planet that requires that still to have certain rules of law. Absolutely. But when we start to understand and elevate into our consciousness and these waves of plasmic light that are coming into the planet now, the diamond light streams that are coming in that carry some gamma frequency that's really high vibrational, this frequency that comes in can do nothing but unlock us to the truth of who we are and open us up even more and more and more. So we're going to see a lot more people awakening in the coming years, you know, and even the coming months. And I just wanted to be very clear as people are, are choosing to transition out and as you have loved ones, to not direct them to go to the light or the tunnel, right? To go within their heart and to connect to their inner, inner light, right? And then to connect to the inner earth heart of love that loves them, that always is here to support them. And to ask that they be directed to their ultimate mother, the divine mother. And that is the intention for everybody right now. Because there's many people who believe in the rapture. There's many people in the new age movement who believe in some kind of harvest, they call it. I don't know. All sorts of belief systems out there, right? I'm not interested in all the beliefs. I'm just interested in giving you guys directions to not get on spaceships, if that's your belief system, to not go through a tunnel, if that's your belief system. You're not looking to go to heaven. You are looking to go back to your mother. You are looking to go back to source. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Do not get distracted by family and friends who went to the tunnel. You actually are going, hey, I'm going to get out of the system. And if I want to visit anybody in the world or universe, I can, right? I am a free will. You are claiming your sovereignty as a free will being now. Understand this is a really important message to get through to all humanity. And I'm here to deliver it as best as I can with as little mental analysis as possible. Because there's other messages out there, I'm sure, that are going to be similar to this. Because the truth is the truth is the truth. So we're all going to tune in in our own ways. However... I'm here to give it as clear and concisely as possible without getting into mythologies, fear-based programs, alien agendas, any of, the, any of that. Because fundamentally, you can't do anything about those things, right? If there are enemies of the state or there are enemies of this planet, you yourself are not going to be able to change that. All you can do is claim your own soul's sovereignty. All you can do is live the greatest, brightest light you can create as love to assist in the elevation of this planet into its highest vibration of love that I call diamond earth. And again, we are entering this diamond age to get out of the construct of control and authority that is known as the golden age. We are moving out of that. We are moving into the diamond age. The diamond age means everything is clear, transparent, authentic, humble, vulnerable in love, right? opened and open and trusting in our hearts, right? All of these kind of concepts, joy, ultimate bliss, right? Focused creation, all of those elements that allow us to live in congruence with each other in a collective collaboration that is understanding that it's one energy anyway. 
we're just facets in that diamond that is one energy that I call the diamond phoenix, right? We're just a facet, a single facet of that brilliant, energetic womb of creation. And I'd like to say I'd like to keep it more neutral. I call it source, right? But I wanted to be really clear and that it's not neutral. It is a creative mechanism that is feminine by nature. It is loving femininity. When we get more into our loving nature that loves everybody and nurtures everybody, that is our femininity, right? That divine feminine. It is powerful beyond measure. So we really want to understand this today. And that is what's coming forth from source, from her. <laughs> and I love you guys. And I'm excited to have you join me Wednesday, hopefully, if you can make it. And again, there'll be recordings and our special offer will be available after the show too via the Beyond the Ordinary show. So you can definitely go there and learn more about it if you can't make it Wednesday for any reason. But I will send you the link to all of it and get everything and you'll get everything you need, all the information you need since it is a private broadcast. And I love you. Thank you. Thank you for hearing this. Thank you for receiving this. And if you didn't, if it didn't work for you, if it doesn't resonate with you, that's okay. You know, take what works, leave what doesn't. Whatever works for you is for you. And whatever doesn't work for you isn't, or at least not now. At some point, maybe it will be. But I just needed to share this information from my heart to yours. And giving you a big, big hug, big angel wings wrapped around you in service to you. I'm always here to send the highest, most immaculate light that I can receive and create through my heart to yours. That is my intention always. Do not consent to any interference from outside forces of static distortion or anti-intuitive or anti-light nature. I am here simply to be a mechanism of the divine mother, the divine light of all creation. That is what I know. That is what I am. And so are you. So I thank you. Thank you for thank you for hearing this. And until next time, this is Angels in the Buff and Stephanie Lodge. And I will... See you on the other side, hopefully next week. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> you never know when these podcasts come through. They come through when they're meant to. So I birth out just as I need to, right? As the creatress in myself. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can go to stephanielodge.com if you want to learn about the angelhood, which is my private membership circle. You can also uh, learn a lot more just by being on this podcast. Go back in the archives, angelsinthebuff.com. And that's it. That's what I got. All right. Love you.